business pitch competition uh, for black business owners who want to get out here and conquer the world. And uh, and so tonight for this episode of Life's a Pitch, this is week four. I'm here with the one and only, the extraordinary, the amazing, the fully capable Miss Lene Javette. How are you doing today, Lene? I am good. I love that intro. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, I'll tell you what. You are um, uh, on your game, and you are a great, a great, great, great black woman. And and I know you do amazing stuff. And and uh, and and this life's a pitch uh, competition. I'll I'll, I'll I'll give my view on it uh, for people that aren't familiar with what we do. Um, this is where we want to support black-owned businesses. You know, Lene and I got together and decided that we wanted to uh, support black-owned businesses by giving you a chance to pitch in front of the audience, uh, and uh, the pitches are submitted in advance on a 90-second video. 90 seconds, that's it. And uh, we play the video, uh, we talk about it, we give our perspective, we give the, the business owner feedback, the audience gives feedback, and at the end of the day, the business owner becomes wealthier because they've got thousands of dollars worth of free advertising and hopefully thousands of dollars of support for their business. Um, so, Lene, uh, I, I, you know, I'll hand the ball to you, but uh, in terms of why... Uh, this pitch competition is important uh, for the black business owners that participate. Uh, what is your take on that? Well, I think it's important because, uh, you know, we've said this before, a lot of times black businesses, you are the first person to start a business. And so you may not know other business owners or you may not um, have the business acumen uh, when you're first getting started or the finances to invest in your business. And so I personally believe that a lot of the reasons why you hear these quote unquote stereotypes about black businesses, it just depends on when you went to that business. How new are they? Um, what, how much do they know about business? Are you coming in where they just opened? Are they still employing their family? Have they had enough money to hire staff? And so by doing this pitch competition, we, we're actually um, helping those businesses who either are just getting started or have been in business for a while and maybe you know still just don't have all of the kinks worked out in their business. We are helping them to be better positioned, properly positioned, to speak about their business, to present their business, to make sure that um, their clients and their customers understand what their business is, and to make sure that they're ready for any opportunity that may come to them. Hypothetically speaking, they get on the elevator and Oprah's there. They get on the elevator and Tyler Perry's there. They get on the elevator and Boyce Watkins is there. And they want to be able to pitch and say, hey, this is what I do and this is how I do it. We want to make sure that they are ready for those opportunities. Um, I've traveled with you. I know what it, I know how many people come up to you and ask you to hear about their business. We get emails from people. We get all different kinds of of, uh, of um, requests for from people to look at their business, to hear their business, and it's very unfortunate at the number of people we have to turn away just because they don't have their pitch put together properly. We don't understand what they're asking us, and we really just want to help people. We want black-owned businesses to be successful from the beginning. And so that's where we can pitch, so we can help you get your pitch life together. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and I can tell you, um, you know, a lot of times those first impressions are so important. Um, a lot, of, you know, if you, if you make a bad first impression, then it's hard to come back from that. But if you make a good first impression, um, then at that point, you're, you're playing ahead. And, and, and people um, have to understand, I, I know the mistake I made when I first started doing business was I was all into uh, more so into um, substance than flash. Um, I didn't want to be like a flashy person. I wanted to be somebody that actually has substance. So I didn't pay attention to you know how things sounded or how things looked. And over time, I learned that it's really important to um, to think about all of that. You know, um, I, I saw people that didn't have half the credentials I had who were able to do things I could not do. 
And um, and so that kind of forced me to re-educate myself on what it takes to be successful. And that's when I really learned that that presentation matters a lot. Um, I don't think you want to have uh, no substance, though. Right. You, you want to have substance in addition to your flash. But, you know, but how you present that stuff in the beginning makes a big difference. And so, Lene, when you're talking about a pitch in terms of the things that you want uh, the, the listener to know, uh, what things come to mind that, you know, off the top of your head in terms of things that you uh, feel like somebody somebody should know? If, they, if, they've, if you've only got like, you know, 90 seconds to tell them about your business, what are some things that you feel are essential to include? It's the traditional who, what, when, where, what, why. Like, like whatever those things are for you, who you are, I'm Lene Javette. Um, what do I do? I'm a business strategist. Who do I help? African-American, Black entrepreneurs, small business owners do what? Uh, become high performers with their business. How do you do that? You know what I'm saying? You just want to put it together very succinctly so that somebody who hears you knows, oh, I need to work with her. She's a business strategist. She's going to help me to pro- develop my product, develop my business, write my book. She's the woman I can go to when I want to see tangible results or when I'm not performing at a high level and I want to, that's who I'm going to call. Like, And that's just for me. For whatever that individual is, they want to make sure that they communicate that message within their 90 seconds so that whoever they're speaking to is like, oh, I want to hear more. Tell me more. How can I get in touch with you? Who do I put you in touch with on my team? But that's basically what you're looking for. The, the key information that somebody needs. And it doesn't have to be your whole monologue of your business, just the key touch points. How do I know if I want to do business with you? How do I know if you can help me? How do I know that you have a product or a service or um, something that I need? Mm. Well, you know what? I'll tell you what. Um, uh, you know, first of all, let me ask everybody. Uh, shout out what city you're from. I like to see what cities you're coming from. Uh, Terry Cobb put Atlanta. He put B1. Uh, B1, hashtag B1 means that we're black first. Uh, we are here for black businesses. Uh, that's what we're here to support. And also, he mentioned that he's from Atlanta. A lot of our, our folks are from Atlanta. Uh, hey, Danette and Ty Cove and Regina Jackson from Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo gets a lot of snow. That's why I, I would ne- I, every time I hear somebody tell me they live in Buffalo, I literally feel sorry for you because I lived in Rochester for a year. And Rochester was I, I never saw that much snow in my life. It, it was like you get three feet of snow and then the next day, another three feet of snow. And the next day, another three feet of snow. Like it, it never stopped. Yeah. So, uh, so, so, shout out to you in Buffalo, uh, Regina out of St. Louis, uh, Anthony out of H Town, aka Houston, uh, Rhea out of Newark, Delaware. Uh, we got Anthony out of Philadelphia. Uh, I had a brother from um, uh, Black Guns Matter who is actually out of Philly uh, today on DrBoyceTV.com. You should go check out that interview. It was a great, great conversation we had. Um, so, all right. So let's um, let's dig in and let's um, talk about this. Okay. So, Lene. Uh, in terms of the the pitches that that you selected today and and why, um, and you 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 played a big part in. I mean, you pretty much picked who the uh, the contestants would be, or our team our team did. Uh, yeah. Taryn as well as Chanel, and 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 I know you you might have seen. Did you see any of them, or is this your first time? So I've seen two of the three pitches so far. So the, I've seen two of the pitches thus far. I have not seen the third one. We got a little switcheroo at the end. Um, but I can tell you this and anybody who's watching this and everybody who's watching in the replay, the most important part of submitting your pitch to us is including the video. If you do not, (laughs) you do not have a pitch. We cannot watch a pitch without a video. We have got multiple submissions without a video. The show is called Life's a Pitch. We are reviewing your pitch. We have to see it. 
we need a video in order to do that. So if you have submitted your um, uh, submission with regards to being on Life's a Pitch and you have not included a video, please resubmit it because we don't even look at it. We don't look at your business content. We don't look at your business information. We don't look at anything if there's no video. So please resubmit. If you have submitted without a video, have to have a video in order for us to even consider um, hosting you on the platform. Yeah, and, and, and it's really important to understand that you, um, uh, when you go to the page, allblackeconomics.com, uh, that's a page that's set up where you can get on our email list. If you get on the email list, that's when we send out a request for pitches. And um, and this week, actually, uh, because we, we got a chance to go through all the submissions that we got in the beginning, uh, we're now going to reach out for some more. So if you want to be on the email list to receive a request for submissions, go to allblackeconomics.com. You'll get a free e-copy of my book on that page. Just sign up and you'll be on the list. Once you're on the list, then you will hear in your email, you'll get something in your email uh, maybe a day or two later where you'll be invited to submit your pitch. Uh, we're going to reach out this week because we got so many. I mean, in the beginning, we got so many of them. We, uh, it was kind of overwhelming to the team. So I want to give the team time to kind of go through everything we had. And then I said, okay, now since we're, we're, we've kind of gone through that, let's go and do another call for pitches. So we don't call and shout out for pitches every week. Uh, sometimes we have too many, but the weeks where we have space, we will reach out. So go to allblackeconomics.com, get on the list, and I will let you guys know when you can submit. And all you have to do is submit a 90-second video, very important. Video must be no more than 90 seconds. And uh, and then there's a little bit of other information you have to submit. And then you could you know be considered to be on the show. We can't get everybody in, but we're going to support as many businesses as possible. All right, Lene, any, do you have anything to say before we uh, – Show the first uh, the first pitch. Uh, nothing other than you know this, this this is really hard stuff, y'all. It's difficult. It's uh it's it's overwhelming if this is your first time doing it. So let's just you know be kind, be patient, uh, show some love to the businesses that do submit that we do critique tonight. We want to be honest, but we mm. want to be tactful. <laughs> yes, honestly tactful, and I, and I think you can be honest and loving at the same time. So. Everybody, just so we can get on the same vibration, everybody type the word love in the chat, L-O-V-E. Type love in the chat because we love black people. We love black owned business. We love black excellence and we love each other. So even if you hate what you see on screen, uh, make sure you show your love. So everybody type love in the chat uh, so we can make sure we're on the same page uh, so that we can make sure that even the businesses that are not ready yet, uh, we give them time to get better. We give them support to get better. We don't want to go bashing anybody because it's all positive in here. Okay, so let me share my screen. I'm learning how to use this new software. So if I mess up or do something stupid, just y'all just chalk it up to the to inexperience. But uh, here is the first pitch. Uh, looks like we got a, a brother in the building. Uh, so let me see if I can open this up right and, and do it right. All right, so let me open this up full screen here. Uh, there we go. So let's do this. What's up, everybody? My name is EKG. I'm the founder and CEO of Correlation, correlation.com. And I only have 90 seconds, so here we go. We're uptown, based in New York. Young entrepreneurs, young Africans doing it in the diaspora right now. So more or less, we're a music label and streetwear brand. And uh, we started out in New York. Uh, so if you want to check out great merch, hear some good music, you know, you see how we're doing it right here. You see we uptown with it. Correlation.com. Check us out. We're young, up and coming. You know, shout out to everybody in the diaspora, the Nigerians, the Senegalese, you know, and streetwear. You want a little bit of skating. You want a little bit of rap. 
We want a little bit of that African experience via the diaspora, via Harlem. You know what I'm saying? We're doing it big up here, man. You see how we in the middle of a pandemic, we still out here doing it. Never gonna stop. This is the winning team. You need to you need to get one of these shirts, man. You need to get one of these sweaters. You need to stop playing. So hurry up, correlation.com, get to the website, and we out of here. Ow! All right, I'm hitting the escape button and I'm going to stop sharing. So, uh, Lene, uh, your thoughts. Okay, so uh, shout out to any any person, black person that starts a business. Let me just say that. And I, I always start out that way when I'm about to like, oh, uh, uh, <laughs> shout out to the person who started this business and this particular individual actually reached out to me in my inbox. Um, so let me say just, I appreciate anybody that has a black owned business. Starting a business is very difficult. Putting your heart and soul into this thing, it's your baby. So I say that to say this, this is a commercial. This was not a pitch. This was a commercial. This was not a pitch. If I were to close my eyes and I couldn't see anything and all I could do was listen to your words, which is what a pitch is, I have no idea what you do who it's for, and most importantly, you said go to the website and you didn't give a website address. Ouch. So, um, it took too long to get to the point in the opening. We were like 10 seconds, 15 seconds in before you actually started getting into the pitch itself. You did a great job of the shout outs, the Nigerian folks and and talking about the pandemic, but you didn't say who is your streetwear for? Why should I buy it? Why is it different from anybody else's streetwear? If you're up and coming, then you should say, we started this brand for you know Nigerian Americans and we wanna make sure that you are stylish and you have, you you're, we created um, merchandise that represents the homeland here in America. So do you know what I'm saying? Like you need to tell me why I should buy from you. Like how, what makes you different? There was none of that. Um, the product looked good. I, I mean, the merch looks good. Thank you for showing me the picture. But you can literally, you can um, use your words to give somebody a visual of your merchandise so that they will want to buy it. You had excitement because sometimes we talk about people not being excited. You were excited about your brand, which is a great selling point. Um, you um, you seem knowledgeable about what you do, but I would have liked to have more information about why I should buy. Like what separates you from other businesses and brands? Why did you start this business? How do I go and support your business? What's the URL? Um, other than that, you know, good energy. Um, but I just, it was a commercial, not really a pitch. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Well, you know, let me just say uh, this might be the first time that Lene and I completely disagree with each other on, on a, about 80% of, of what, what she said. I, I'm going to come in. And, and just basically respond by, by saying, stop hating. My, I think my boy nailed it. I think that, that that pitch made me excited. I loved it. But, 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 you know what? Um, listening to smart black women makes us better as black men. And one of the things you said that really got my attention was that you did make the accurate point that it was not a pitch or it was a commercial, right? Um, and I thought about that. I did think about that. And I think it was one of those feelings where I said, God, I just love what he did so much 
that I almost feel like I don't even I, I, I almost said, is it unfair for, for us to force him to do a pitch when the commercial is so good? Right. But you're right. So I think we start with that basic assumption. Um, you know, it's like uh, it's like he won the, the hundred meter dash when he ran out of bounds. Right. And, and it didn't give him necessarily give him an advantage per se. Maybe not. But he did step out of bounds, which means you might be disqualified or whatever. Let me just say this, though. So let's talk about his commercial. because That's what it is. And I, and I believe he should run it online uh, because I think it's that good. I thought it was dope. Um, I thought it was very creative. Like I heard the music and I'm like, OK, yeah. And he jumped out. And he's like, yo, and the energy's like really hot from the beginning to the end. I thought that was really great. It was also on brand. You know, I mean, it's a hip hop brand. Right. So he's communicating hip hop culture in what he does. Most communication is nonverbal. So he was doing nonverbal things to let you know what he was all about. He was representing. He was talking about Africa and and he's like, shout out to my Nigerians and, you know, stuff like that. I, I thought I mean, that that is great because you're connecting with your audience. Remember that when you make a product, you have to know who's it for. Who's your audience? Who are you selling to? Right. And and he's making that clear. Like these are these are my people. Right. Um, and I, I do that. Right. I say, well, welcome to Dr. Boys TV the home for intelligent black people. Right. I don't say the home for MAGA hat wearing hillbillies. Right. I say the home for intelligent black people. So that means if you're stupid or if you ain't black, then you're probably going to feel a little bit uncomfortable. Right. So you, I, I think call, shouting out your audience is great. He showed his product. He, again, it was a commercial. You're right. But I saw the product. I'm like, OK, I see the product. That's cool. He had the URL down in the corner. Did you did you see that or see that? Now, that's interesting. Right. The fact that you didn't see it. Yes. Whatever he did to communicate it, it didn't work. Give me a yes or no. Did anybody else see the uh, URL in the corner? I saw his website in the corner. Was that not his website? Not only did I not see the URL, but a couple of people said he did actually put the, say his website. I did not catch his website. I did not hear it. It was not, it, it didn't leave anything here for me. So to your point, as a commercial, it was a great job as a commercial. The transitions were good. He showed the product and the merchandise. As a commercial, it was great. But it's called Life's a Pitch, not Life's a Commercial. And we have dinged some people prior to tonight's show for so the very thing. Curiosity so with transitions and cuts and break and breakaways. A pitch is a one-stop shop. There's no breakaways. There's no transitions. It's you mm. and the camera for 90 seconds saying what you got to say. Well, Urban Finance says he didn't see it. And uh, Reading His Freedom says, I didn't, but I heard him say his website. Okay. Uh, Ty Cult says, no URL. Uh, DW says, yes, say it, but not, not clear to read. Uh, Regina saw it. So I, I think that, that that right there, I mean, when you have that sort of mixed bag of people that, you know, some saw, some didn't, that, that right there, you know, gives you room for improvement. That means you know, you maybe have to say it louder and clearer. You have to repeat it, whatever, right? Um, so that that can say a lot. Um, let me see here. Uh, Ty Kov says the brother was happy you put his brand out there, but he got caught up in the moment. I, I think he did, but I, I don't know. I, I, I thought it was really great, though. I love the, you know, he had the music in the back as he's going through the city. It was like very New York and very, you know, he's like, I'm very New York. I'm African. I'm hip hop. Like all these are, you know, all these things are culture, cultural representations. He's like, I'm a, I'm, I'm a, a hip hop, New York, African. That's those are, those are words to say. And then of course, black. Right. So, so I, I thought as far as commercials go, it was great. As far as pitches go, it wasn't so great. Right. Cause like you said, if you take away all the visual, then there wasn't much there 
uh, that you can walk away with that can be that can convince you. So maybe that's the idea, right? If you do a pitch, somebody should be able to close their eyes and hear you and you know understand your brand, understand what you do, who you do it for, how well, you know, all that why, why you're different, all these other things. Okay, so let me keep going. Do me a favor if you're watching anywhere online, please hit the share button. Take one second and please share this. And after you share or hit the like button or subscribe. Type yes in the chat to let us know that you did that. Uh, we're trying to support Black-owned businesses. After we're done, uh, in the description, you should see uh, links to all the businesses where you can go to the businesses and talk to the business owners and give them support and give them encouragement, give them feedback, maybe buy their product. You know, Remember, the best way to make a Black business work is to put money in their pocket. And so uh, if I see something Black that's being sold by a Black person and I like it, then I'm going to talk with my money, not with my lips. So type a yes in the chat. Once you hit the thumbs up button, share, subscribe, or anything like that, just do. We'd love for you to support this platform. We'd appreciate that very much. Thank you. All right, so now let's go to our next our next picture. See, you gotta get the picture. All right, so yeah, we did our own thing because has enough syllables. Pitch does not. Oh wait, pitch does not have enough syllables. Remember, we're talking about now. Are you ready for the next comedian? Oh, but comedian and pitch, there's there's not enough syllables. We got to figure out our next pitcher. All right. All the ladies in the house, are you ready for the next big black pitch? (laughs) 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 Oh, fellas, how many of y'all got a big black pitch? I'm being stupid. We go. We got to have fun. Okay. Anyway, come on, y'all. Like y'all ain't grown. (laughs) All right. So let's go to the next pitch. We'll we'll find something more appropriate because some of y'all got kids watching, but the kids probably didn't even get the jokes. I ain't ain't worried about it. All right. So here's what, um, here is the next pitch. Let me see if I can, um, if I can uh, hit the right button because I'm I'm hitting buttons here. So please forgive me for not, um, uh, there we go. Okay. So I'm going to move my brother down so that we can go to the next uh, pitch E. Uh, okay, I'm sharing my screen. And it's, uh, okay, let's see. I think I think this is it. I think this is uh, this is the next one. Okay, so uh, what's this? Elevator life? Educator life. Here we go. This looks interesting. So let's see what they got going on over here. Hello, everybody. My name is Tanika Watt, and I am the CEO and founder of Educator Life Tutoring Services here in Jacksonville, Florida. I am so excited to be able to do this. So Educator Life Tutoring Services has been open for four years now. I am an educator. I've been in education for about eight years. I am currently a fifth grade science teacher. Woo, woo, woo. All right, science teachers. Um, So enjoying doing that. But Educator Life Tutoring Services does service K through eighth grade, reading and in math. And we also do provide learning products that include learning binders for grades first through third grade. We also make sight words for pre-K all the way up to fifth grade on our website. Also, we also do science experiments, classes, um, Spanish classes as well on our website, which is www.educator.life.com. So, Come on in and come and enjoy your learning services with us. I love you guys, and I can't wait to see you soon. All right. Uh, Miss Lene, what, what say you? Ah, so let me first say I love it. I love I love anything that has to do with education, helping the kids. I am not a kid person, so whenever I see somebody who that's their purpose and passion, I just be like, kudos to you and shout out to you. Thank you 
for God putting that extra little patience in your heart. So um, I love it. I loved her. She started out by saying who she is, what she does. She lets you know that she's an educator. She's not just doing this for fun. I'm an educator. I've been doing this for eight years. I'm a science teacher. Boom. So she, she, she threw her stats out there. She said who she served, K through this, one, first through third, very specific. She said how, she's, how she helps, and she, and she talked about her products. Um, and she dropped her website, right? So all of those were, were good deals. I think she did a great job in, in those things. I might, 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 might say just a little teeny, teeny bit more excitement. She did a good job in the pitching piece, and I and I felt her excitement, but it's it's education. So maybe just, just a, a, a little bit more energy, just a little bit more energy. And then I felt like when you're talking about tutoring, and although we understand what it is and we know what it is you're going to tutor our kids, I think she probably could have put just a little piece in there with regards to the who it's for, how it helps. And what I mean by that is she talked about the Spanish classes and some of the different projects she has online. One of the things she could have done to get people a little bit more excited was talking about, doesn't matter where you are in the country, I can help your child learn. I have products that can be taken. You can, your, your child can take these courses online from the comfort of their home. Like hmm. pitch to me so that I know that even though I'm in Phoenix, my child can still use your product. You know what I'm saying? That would be, those who, I mean, just such small tweaks, just a little bit more energy and also connect it with your audience. Because I need to know, does your tutoring service only work where you live? Does your tutoring service work where I live? Like that, that, that piece was missing for me. But overall, it was a really good pitch. Okay. Um, so <clears throat> let me start by asking the audience just a basic question. Um, would you say that that if, if on a scale of, uh, say, one to ten, uh, what number would you give that pitch? What 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 um, you know, uh, a ten being, being perfect, uh, a one being, you know, the opposite of perfect or even a zero. Uh, what would you what number would you give that pitch? And I'm going to uh, give my comments while you guys answer that. Um, you know, I'll say Tanika, I was really proud of her. She looked young and I love young entrepreneurs when they're focused and doing things at an early age. I think that's so smart. So smart. I mean, when uh, when I see kids uh, and I don't know if she's a kid. She, for all I know, because black don't crack. For all I know, she could have been 88 years old. You know, but but she looked like she was a young woman. And um, and and so I love that and I encourage her with that. Um, I think if, if you're talking about doing a pitch on a show like this. One thing I did notice immediately was like the lighting. Um, and the little, little tip for everybody. I yeah. was going to say something about the lighting, but because it's a pitch, it's one of those things. And you know what? Usually I say, because of how we're doing this, you want to make sure you're lighting. And I didn't. I was going to say it, but I should have known you was going to catch that. But the lighting was one of those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the lighting... Um, the lighting, the lighting. You know, you you want to have good lighting, and you you want to think carefully about everything that's kind of in your background. Like my background isn't perfect, but you see the black business school behind my head most of the time when I'm doing almost anything. That's because I'm trying to make sure the whole world knows what we have going on, right? Uh, Lene has uh, imagery in her background that to me it says professional, it says Christian, it says um, it says feminine, it says uh, family, it says uh, black, right? You got a, a painting of a black woman right above your head. And uh, over here, people can't see it, but that's um, well, that's just uh, basketball stuff. But then I have some Muhammad Ali stuff, and you know, so it's like different things, right? So you want to always think about what's what's around you um, when you're doing a video, whatever the case may be. 
Um, I like the way she talked about her background. <clears throat> you know, like I've been in business for years. I have certification, this certification, that. I thought that was pretty cool because, um, you know, I, I think I think that that just builds trust. Um, you know, it builds uh, a little bit more what they call social proof, maybe. Um, you know, where it's it's not quite the same as social proof. I I think technically social proof is when other people love what you're doing, but I I think just telling people what your background is makes them feel more comfortable in terms of knowing that you know what you're talking about. Um, I did. I, I had a real issue with the URL. Her URL was like, I don't remember it, but it's like education mission slash forward slash hyphen dot dot dot. Like URLs like that don't work. Um, you want a URL that is simple. Uh, you want a URL that people can remember. You want a URL that you can say on the radio. And uh, people will uh, not misspell it. So uh, be careful about it. So you can actually buy a URL, you know, and just use that URL as your, um, you know, uh, and, and redirect it to your website. Right. So uh, and I, I personally think I might be the king of URLs. <laughs> like I got URLs that we, we buy all the time. It's all black economics. Let me see. There's another one. Black Millionaires of Tomorrow. That's our kids program. Uh, the stock market, the black stock market weekend.com, uh, where we did the black stock market weekend. And like, so there's a lot of stuff out there that you can do, and uh, finding a, a good, good URL for your business is really important. Um, it, because when you give a call to action, you don't just want people to know what to do, you want to make it easy for them to do it. You know, um, like I don't know if you know this, did you know that Jeff Bezos actually patented um, the uh, what is it, the the one, the one click purchase or something on Amazon? Did you know that? Yeah, like like other companies cannot go to their they cannot set up their website where you can go to their site and buy the product with one click. Amazon literally got a patent on that. Of course they did. Crazy, right? Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. Like as if they need one more thing. Exactly, exactly. Now Ty Cole says, I'm gonna hire me a team before I send my pitch. Well, you know what? <laughs> you know what, Ty? I, I'll tell you, um, a good pitch can just be a matter of of telling people who you are, you know, what you do, who you do it for, um, and a little bit about your business, you know, and how people can become connected to it. You know, I, I mean, it's not like maybe if you pick five things that you share, I'm trying to think, what would you share? Like you, my name is uh, Dr. Boyce Watkins and I have a platform called drboycetv.com where I speak to intelligent black people about important issues that relate to the African-American community. I also founded the Black Business School, which you can go take a look at at theblackbusinessschool.com. How's that for a pitch? Nice and simple. Like you, you know who I am. You know I'm black, right? Says the word black a few times, right? Um, I, I use doctor, let you know I'm I ain't some stupid guy just running his mouth, right? So I don't know. So maybe Lene, maybe after we're done, you can do you can do your pitch. Do you want to do your pitch now or do you want to wait a second? Afterwards. Um, what I was gonna say about the URL piece is you guys, we talked about this before. SEO, 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 SEO. Your URL ties to your SEO. Somebody wanted to go and look for a black business school or black business entrepreneurships. The black business school is going to come up. Like the, the, People are searching for the, a black business school. If they want to be taught by black teachers, they're looking for a black business school. If somebody is looking for um, tutoring or black tutors, if nobody owns www.blacktutors.com, somebody should go buy it right now. Like you want to be thinking about what are people searching for and you want to tie that to your URL some kind of way. That's why it's super important that the type of business name that you choose, the URL that you choose, 
the uh, tag words, not tag words, um, hashtags, your um, your your tags, not tag words. There is the tags that you use. Like all of those things are important, and they tie into your SEO so that people can find you. Sometimes people aren't looking for you, but they find you by accident based on your URL, based on the name of your business, based on what you talk about. That's why it's super important to make sure that the URL that you buy, the name of your business, um, how you give it out, those things, they matter. And they, they they tie into your SEO. So you just want to be cognitive of that. All right. So Inspiring Minds is asking a great question. <clears throat> how do I pitch my business idea? Uh, well, you can actually, uh, we, we do a request for pitches about, about every couple of weeks. Uh, we don't do it every week because sometimes we get so many, we can't go through them all. But uh, we, if you get on the email list uh, where you get free information from the Black Business School about investing, entrepreneurship, and real estate, et cetera, we're really good. We're the best game in, in town of what we do. Um, you also, in addition to getting free information, uh, you will get the email first when we do a shout out for new pitches. And we will send you the link where you can submit your video. So just kind of stay ready. If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. And you can actually uh, be featured on the platform. And we're going to do this every week. We do this every week, uh, every Monday at 8 o'clock. And if you want to be in the live audience, you can go to FinancialJuneteenthTV.com. That's FinancialJuneteenthTV.com. All things black, all things economic, all things liberating. All right. So let me go ahead and see if I can, um, without messing it up, uh, pull up the next pitch. You get the picture, Lene? I get All right. All right. Here we go. All right. So we got two cute little children. You got a little cute little black children. You yeah. know, that's going to be good. Yeah. Let's see what you got. Okay. Be cute. You better be cute. Here we go. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. They stole the show with the cuteness. They, they should be arrested for excessive cuteness and, uh, and overwhelming adorability. They they just killed it. I agree, Debbie. Didn't they kill it? What, they what, it. what do you think, Lene? Oh my God. First of all, first of all, first of all, okay. I gotta just be really honest and transparent. Let me say. That I love Ziggy and Tootie, that I have ordered cakes and cookies from them. I've been following them for five years, okay? So let me just put that out there. I want to make sure y'all know those are my babies, okay? Um, And they just killed it. I did not watch their pitch before because I didn't want to be impartial. So I did not watch the pitch before. I wanted to see it first time with everybody else so I can give you guys my honest reaction. They killed it. Um, they high energy, adorable. They hit you with facts. They told you how long they've been in business. They told you that they pivoted during COVID. They told you what their product is, why you should order it, 
how it keeps kids engaged, the love of cooking. They threw out their website twice. Like, man, I need a microphone so I can drop it. <laughs> yeah. Just drop it on your foot and don't even feel it. Man. Yeah, I, I think Ziggy and Tootie, uh, they did a great job. Now, what do you think? I mean, not not to say that we would ever critique Ziggy and Tootie. I mean, of course, I mean, the adorability. I mean, that level of cuteness really is. I mean, that's an asset, right? Mm-hmm. I, mean, that's, I mean, that's why it's so great when you get your kids started with a business early. People will buy from a cute kid just because they're cute and they got this stuff together. I didn't even know it. Do you know when, how old I was when I had my first business, Lene? How old were you? you I was 11, either 11 or 12. And I don't think, I don't know how cute I was because I was a little black boy, right? So, you know, little black boys sometimes are not as cute as, as, as little white girls or whatever. But, but literally, I believe that when you're young and you kind of have your stuff together, grownups want to see you succeed, right? So they'll buy stuff from you, you know, because you're cute or because they just want to help you as a kid. And um, and there was one uh, mom who was in our uh, kids, uh, our business school for kids, Black Millionaires of Tomorrow. And she told me that her daughter came to her, her seven year old daughter came to her with a big wad of money. And she asked her, she said, where'd you get that money from? And she said, well, I took your cookies and I put them in plastic bags and I sold each uh, bag for a dollar a piece. So the little girl sold the whole bag of cookies and made like sixty dollars because I guess there were 60 cookies in the bag. And the mom bought the bag for like maybe four bucks. And so she just did that easy flip, right? And 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 you know that cuteness played a big part in that. And so and so like I even think about my first business. I remember the uh, we we sold candy for this lady, and she's probably exploiting the hell out of us. I didn't care though. I I was making big money, and uh, we had a little script. And I I I, I think it was something like you know I'm part of a program to help youth get off the streets and blah 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 right I, even though I wasn't on the streets I I never been about to them streets like that but whatever right and I got good at it and it, it taught me sales skill and I was closing at first it was hard but eventually I was closing and I came home every day with like a big ton of money so you know it's kind of like I think the, that's one interesting advantage like when you get your kids started with business early they get that first of all they get that real intense excitement that comes with making your own money. That's super empowering. But then two, why not get them started while they're cute? They go out there, they sell lemonade, whatever. They sell ice to an Eskimo and then people will buy it just because they're a kid. What, what do you think about getting kids started early? I definitely think you can get kids started early for, for so many reasons. You can guide their love, their passion. You can teach them business. I saw a video on social media today, um, this influencer who uses her seven-year-old to take pictures of her. And he's taking dope pictures. Like he wants to be a photographer. She's like, he'll be shooting. He's seven. She's like, he'll be shooting for Essence by the time he's 10. I mean, he's shooting dope influencer shots for her. Um, and I think that as parents, or especially entrepreneur parents, we can help to build our children's future at a very young age where they never have to work for somebody. Like we can literally teach them how to be entrepreneurs at a young age. And I wanted to address Melody. Melody says, how have they been in business for five years when they're only six and seven? I need their number. I think they're older than six and seven. I could be wrong. But if you're going off of what I said, because I've been following them for five years, their mom is in the comments. Her name is Dr. Shiva Quinn. I met Dr. Shiva Quinn through the Black Black Wealth Bootcamp. And then I think she did the Black Wealth Year. And so I've known her for five years. I don't know how long they've actually had the the Ziggy and Tootie's cakes. That may not have been for five years. That may be only the last two or three years. Um, But that's when I say for five years, like I've watched her 
grow from being a student through the Black Wealth Bootcamp, through the Black Business School, through um, the Black Financial Year to now being in her own entrepreneur, plus starting this business for her kids. So I've literally had the pleasure of watching her go from thinking something into existence to actually producing it. She actually has her own business called um, The Business Bakery. And she's coaching, like just, she does um, uh, homeschooling for African-American families, like just a dope family of entrepreneurs. And she is passing that spirit on to her kids. And it's just amazing. It's super beautiful to see it in real life. Yeah, I like it too. I mean, I think that evolution is so important. And, and you know, no, I mean, maybe not all of our kids can have businesses as successful as these young ladies had. But when you get your kids started early, you're really setting in motion, something that's going to play out over the next 50 to 100 years. I mean, you're, you're really giving them core values at an early age that they're going to carry all through their lives. And then one day, you know, little Ziggy and Tootie will be, you know, they're going to be the matriarch of, of a family and they're going to have, you know, 25 grandkids or great grandkids that are all going to say, oh, yeah, we're all entrepreneurs because Big Mama started, you know, started her first business when she was three. Right. Like you have to be, really understand the ripple effect of what you're doing when you teach things to a child. Like when my grandmother started teaching me about money at a real basic level, I mean, she wasn't, she, she didn't have a college degree or anything. She's taught me little stuff about money. Well, that was my first introduction to compound interest. I didn't even know that money could actually grow if you invested that, that I learned that from my grandmother. And now look at what I do now, right? If my grandmother had not talked to me when I was four, I would not be talking to you this way at 49, right? So, uh, so you have to understand the importance of your role as a parent, when it comes to shaping these kids and shaping the world. Um, now, I what I, I have two friends. I have a girlfriend that is a tutor. She is an, she's actually a tutor. And she had a daughter. And um, shout out to Bella. That's my little baby. And she literally published a book in her daughter's name. So her daughter is a published author. And she's barely three. She has her own book. And I forget what the name Bella's Journey or Bella something. She's three. I have another girlfriend in L.A., and uh, something journey. Her daughter, her niece's name is Journey, and they published a book on, on Journey's love of something. And she's like three authors, published authors with their own books. Like people are actually buying them. They're on Amazon. They are three years old. That's Dr. Mm. Shiva Quinn. That's the Ziggy and Tutu's mom right there. Very nice. Wow. Oh, wow. They were they, uh, so the graduates of Black Millionaires of Tomorrow. Well, you know what, Dr. Quinn, I am so impressed. I'm so proud of you and your girls. I mean, I, I just think like that warms my heart. Like that, that was what um that was our goal when we first started on uh, the business school for kids. Is uh, you know, when, when you're really pro-black, it's hard to get school systems to want to work with you on stuff. You know, they they just blackness is kind of a scary thing for a lot of places, especially when we first got started. So I said, you know what, rather than going to the school districts. I'm going to go to the real decision makers. I'm going to go to the mamas and go to the parents, you know, go to the dads and, 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 and lay it out there and say, look, you are in charge of your child's education. Anyway, if you want extraordinary kids, you got to give them customized education. You, you do not get um, unique, extraordinary success with an ordinary standardized education. You have to give them a unique and extraordinary education to get unique and extraordinary results. So Dr. Quinn is doing that. And I hope everybody will pay attention. And, uh, and also I want to share with you guys the link, where you can vote. Uh, we're going to do all the videos again because uh, sometimes you got to see it twice. And also I want these black businesses to get support. So just know um, a couple of things I'd love for you to do. This is not just a passive show. We'd love for you to be active on some level. Number one, 
please hit the thumbs up button, share, subscribe button, uh, and then type yes in the chat when you've done that. If you've hit thumbs up, share, or subscribe, or all three. Uh, number two, uh, if you see a business that you like, don't just say you like it. If you, if, if you want to get a 2D cake, go order a 2D cake. If you want to uh, support the, the the brother that had the uh, the apparel, uh, go check it out. You know, if you want to support the sister that does the tutoring service, go look into our business a little bit more. Uh, maybe there's an idea you can share with these entrepreneurs that will make their businesses better. That's what we call a wealth mob. A wealth mob is when you give them something. You maybe give them money if you want to, but you give them things that are more valuable than money. You're giving them love and encouragement. You're giving them um, advice and information and wisdom, right? You're giving them uh, another perspective. So you can do it. You give them free advertising, by the way. Thousands of people are going to watch this video. So so I already know 2D cakes, if they're not already flying off the shelves, they're going to they're run out of stock. And that's what we want. That's what we need. We need black businesses to explode. So anyway, let me go ahead and, um, and put this a link in the chat. You can actually vote on the Twitter page. Uh, there's the link where you can vote. Uh, I just shared it uh, in the chat. Uh, you should be able to see it in a second. So click on that link and it'll take you to the Twitter page where you can decide which team won or which um, entrepreneur won for tonight. And uh, and we haven't decided we're going to bring them all together. Maybe we'll do, we'll do We're just trying to help out. We're, we're just figuring this out as we go along. All right. So let me uh, go ahead and share um, one of the first videos. Again, we'll start from the beginning with the brother that uh, that that was uh, so energetic, and uh, we can watch it again. I want you to watch it again with a, with a fresh eye. Uh, give feedback. The entrepreneurs are in the audience. Let them know what you think. Let them know how they can do better. Let's get it in. All right, here we go. Okay, so I'm sharing now. Um, okay, application window. Let's see. Is this the right one? I think this is the right one. I think he here he is. Here he is. All right, so let's play this. All right, backing up. Oh, he needs audio. Let me back him up. He didn't have any audio. What's up, everybody? My name is EKG. I'm the founder and CEO of Correlation, correlation.com. And I only have 90 seconds, so here we go. We're uptown, based in New York, young entrepreneurs, young Africans doing it in the diaspora right now. So more or less, we're a music label and streetwear brand. And uh, we started out in New York. Uh, so if you want to check out great merch, get some good music, you know, you see how we're doing it right here. You see we uptown with it. Correlation.com, check us out. We're young, up and coming. You know, shout out to everybody in the diaspora, Nigerians, Senegalese, you know, and streetwear. You want a little bit of skating, you want a little bit of rap, you want a little bit of that African experience via the diaspora, via Harlem. You know what I'm saying? We're doing it big up here, man. You see how we in the middle of a pandemic, we still out here doing it. Never gonna stop. This is the winning team. You need to, you need to get one of these shirts, man. You need to get one of these sweaters. You need to stop playing. So hurry up, correlation.com. Get to the website and we out of here. Ow! All right, uh Lene, you have any uh parting thoughts about core core Correlation. I was looking for the URL. You still have the comments at the bottom. Oh, there you go. There it is. There's the website. Okay. So I was looking for the website this last time to see if I saw it or to see if I heard it and I still didn't. But again, it's a great commercial. It is a great commercial. It is not a great pitch. Mm. I still stand by that. But again, the product is good. This is one of those examples where you have great product. 
great product. The shirt was dope. The website was dope. Like everything was hot. Like I'm just like, I, I mean, I definitely, I might even actually go buy something. But from the pitch perspective, close my eyes, listen to it. Mm. From the pitch perspective, there was just some stuff that we could have, he could have added. There was, it just, it, the pitch perspective, it came up just a little bit short. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? Um, I, 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 I did notice the second time around. I, I always see something different the second time around. That's why I like the fact that we get to see it twice. Um, I, I don't know how I feel about the name correlation, cor, right? Uh, if it has meaning, I think maybe explaining what that meaning is. When I think about, I'm a sad. My my degree was in statistics, and um, I think about correlation, right? When I see that word. Um, but I don't know if that's what he means, right? Maybe he means something else and it's not spelled like correlation, right? And it's easy to misspell. Like, so if he goes on, you know, if he gets on the breakfast club and, you know, and then in Charlemagne says, you know, what's the name of your business? Everybody's going to misspell it. Nobody's going to go to his website. So I would consider getting another URL, uh, maybe something that relates to, uh, the original name, uh, that allows you to share the, um, you know, share your information without it getting confused and lost in translation. Um, I would support him because I, I thought it was a great commercial. And uh, yeah, you're right; it wasn't quite a pitch, but uh, I think my, I think my brother did a good job. Okay, so let's go to the next pitch. Uh, hit the thumbs up button, everybody. Please hit the thumbs up, share, and subscribe button. All right, so uh, here's the next pitch again. We'll do these in order like we did before. So let's go back here. My name is Tanika Watt, and I am the CEO and founder of Educator Life Tutoring Services here in Jacksonville, Florida. I am so excited to be able to do this. So Educator Life Tutoring Services has been open for four years now. I am an educator. I've been in education for about eight years. I am currently a fifth grade science teacher. Woo, woo, woo. All right, science teachers. Um, so enjoying doing that. But Educator Life Tutoring Services does service K through 8th grade reading and in math. And we also do provide learning products that include learning binders for grade 1st through 3rd grade. We also make sight words for pre-K all the way up to 5th grade on our website. Also, we also do science experiments, classes, um, Spanish classes as well on our website, which is www.educator.com slash life.com so come on in and come and enjoy your learning services with us i love you guys and i can't wait to see you soon lene any parting thoughts here yeah i still feel the same way exactly um definitely the energy i was watching this time she said science for fifth grade woo, woo, woo. like you you can't woo 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 look woo 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 you know what i'm saying like toot your heart if you go woo 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 um, so just a little bit more energy. I still loved it. I still think she did a good job. I do agree with you with the lighting situation. Um, but if this was a pitch with my eyes closed, she did a great job. This is a visual pitch. So since you're visually pitching, you do want to make sure that your lighting is good. Um, mm. A little bit more energy. But to me, everything else was good. I do agree with you with the URL piece, like just making sure that your URL is easy. It rolls off the tongue. People hear it, catch it. It's easy to remember. Um, but that would be it. Yeah, um, I thought that, um, yeah, I, I mentioned the URL earlier. I think find the easier URL, but maybe it didn't sound as crazy the second time I heard it, but it did, you know, when you get to where you have slashes and hyphens in the URL, people are not going to remember that typically. 
Um, I like the name Educator Life. Um, I think you could build around that brand. You know, like I mean, what are the things that you know your core audience are go- is going to relate to? You know, like what do other educators go through? Maybe you can use memes of what educators experience as a way to promote your brand. So I think the term Educator Life, I would dig deeper into that. Um, also, uh, you know, if you're doing a pitch on on a show like this, um, really sit and brainstorm on ways that you can actually connect with people around the world. Uh, you know, you can do, I, I know a lot of parents who could use help, you know, and particularly now where everybody's homeschooling and everybody's doing it bad. <laughs> I, I don't know. How many of y'all have kids where you truly worry if they're going to actually get a decent education because maybe as parents, you didn't do everything you're supposed to do. I know me and Alicia, we struggle trying to keep up with these kids. Our heart goes out to teachers, by the way. We learned, we gained an increased respect for teachers, uh, but we're, and we're college professors and we still are like, my God, like all just monitoring the kids alone is a pain and, and, and helping them with little stuff. It's, it's kind of tough to do. So I think that somebody who could come in and solve that specific problem and say, we have an online platform that can help you make sure your children are getting properly educated during the pandemic. Um, I think a lot of parents would, would want that, you know, so uh, maybe there's ways to expand so, so that it doesn't you don't reduce your, your business by sort of making it so that people feel like they have to be in your city, in your state in order to participate. All right. And, and I think to, to, to that point, it's not reducing it. It's making it, it's, it's expounding on what you do so that people know it. So that we're not left guessing. Is it just for your city? Can mm. we in Phoenix, like there was a room to say, Oh, and this is, you know, you, it's a digital download. You can watch it in your own home. You can help your children. Are you overwhelmed right now during the pandemic? I have classes for, for children K through three that will help them learn Spanish science. And, but you know what I mean? There was just an opportunity mm. to do more. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, li- I like that too. I think that's a great point. I didn't think about that. And uh, and one thing I will show you guys is uh, right now um, it is uh, it's pretty close in the competition and the vote um, on uh, my Twitter page. That's where I put the the poll uh, right now. Let me let me see if I can remove the the comment from the screen. I, I can't do that because I'm just bad with this. Right now it looks like ah shoot I messed that up totally. Uh, it looks like the there we go. Um, Educator life is in second. Uh, Ziggy and Tootie Cakes is out in the lead and correlation music uh, is, is pulled up the rear. Uh, so if you'd like to vote, um, I will give you guys the URL to go vote. And um, and uh, it's on, on the Twitter page. Here it is. I'm putting it in there right now. So you can click and go go make sure your voice is heard. If you don't vote, you don't count. So um, so there we go. All right. So let me uh, pull up the next, uh, the next uh, pitch. And this is the last one. So let's see here. This is Ziggy and Tootie. All right. So let's pull this up. Start from the beginning. I'm going to hit the right buttons. Boys, don't mess it up. Here we go. So we 
at ziggyandtootie.com. Hang on, five minutes on the show, and I'll talk to you in a minute. Wow. Ziggy and Tootie. All right, so there's Ziggy and Tootie. So uh, if you want to go vote, uh, I'll put the URL in there one more time so you can vote on the Twitter. Uh, feel free to follow me on Twitter if you'd like to do that as well. Uh, there's the link, um, and I'll make sure I'll make sure it's up there so you guys can see it. Um, any final thoughts on Ziggy and Tootie, uh, Lene? Yeah, Kamari said they are ready for Shark Tank. They are so precious. Black Kids Matter. So this time I, I did listen. They said they started their business when they were three and four with a $500 investment from their mom. They opened their first retail bakery in 2018, and then they pivoted. So then they told you they have the cooking kits and that their most popular cooking kit is Black Kids Magic. Like, how dope is that? So if you're sitting at home trying to figure out what to do with your kids, you're trying to teach them home ec, order the cooking kit. I can tell you, I, I can vouch for Ziggy and Tooties. I have ordered a strawberry dunk cake from them. It came in the mail and it was delicious. And for my patronage, they sent me for fun, uh, customer appreciation, like that customer service is good. I came home one day and there was a box sitting on my patio with cookies in it. They just said, hey, just wanted you to know we appreciate your service and here's 15% off. I was like, I see what y'all did there. So I came inside the house and I ordered and got my little 15% off on my next purchase. Just a very good company, well ran, good kids. I'm excited to see what these kids do in their business and with their life starting at such a young age. And I think us as parents, as black people, literally, literally all of us can create businesses for our children. Figure out what your child does well or what they have an interest in or um, something that needs to be done around the house or something that you can teach them and start guiding them today towards something that they can do tomorrow. Like I'm just, I'm super mm -hmm. impressed with these two girls. Yeah, I was too. Um, and, and you could tell with the pitch that they had to really practice that. I mean, they, they were coordinated and, and the energy. I loved it. What was it? She said, and we had to pivot fast. <laughs> that, that really stuck out to me. I, I thought that was so cute. Um, and I think their mother did a great job with them. And I would just tell you guys, it, you know, I think that's that's a template. Like, that's a blueprint. If we had a million kids that were trained like that, then the wealth, the racial wealth gap, would it, would, it wouldn't disappear. It would reverse. Black people would be the ones who had all the wealth. Because you can't tell me those little girls are going to grow up broke. They're not going to grow up in the struggle. They're not going to go up saying, oh, my God, it's so hard to be black. I can't get the right job. There's no opportunities out here. They're going to be doing well. They're going to pro they could easily. They, I mean, if, if, if their mom called me and, and, you know, 10 years, 15 years from now and said, oh, do you know that my daughters are millionaires already? I wouldn't be surprised at all. It, it would not. It, I'd be like, yeah, that they were kind of acting like millionaires back in the day. It's almost like when you have that little badass kid that, you know, is going to go to jail at some point. Like, cause all, all the crimes he commits is going to get, you know, successively worse. And then you're like, yeah, you know, he went to prison and you're like, yeah, I kind of thought that was going to happen. Well, this is like the reverse of that, right? There's ways a uh, little, you know, future prison inmates behave when they're little. Uh, and I hate saying it like that, but it's true. Y'all know it's true. And then there's like the way future millionaires behave, right? So the future millionaires are the kids whose parents are really on it when it comes to education, who are getting them involved in uh, non-traditional methods of, of, of business education, like they have a business when they're four or five, or they're, or they're they're earning a real estate license, you know, before they're ten years old, or they're or they're you know, or they're, they're buying stocks when they're little. Like little things like that are huge in in terms of changing the child. So um, I encourage you to just you know, like look at what's out here. I mean, I, this is this is where it's at. This is how you do it. All right. So um. I, I don't have any more uh, parting thoughts. You guys can vote. I, I will give the final tally. In fact, actually, let me share the link one more time. If you want to vote, uh, here's the link to go vote. 
Uh, we had uh, Tootie Cakes. We had the brother with Corella Lation. And we had the sister who had the uh, Educator Life brand. Uh, you have uh, 15 seconds to vote. So uh, we're going to count down to 15. I'll let Lene get the final word before I announce who the winner is for tonight. Uh, Lene, any parting thoughts? You know what? I'm going to go with uh, reading is freedom and reminding our kids to fulfill a need. That's how businesses get started. They did great. That is wow. crucial. There are so many jobs and careers that they are saying going to run out of in like the next 20 years. Our children need to be thinking about fulfilling those positions. And I can't, I wish I could tell you exactly what they are, but I think it's like pilot and plumber and uh, electrician, like some of the, what people will call blue collar jobs. Some, some of these trash collectors and these electricians and plumbers make more money than uh, some other folks do. 20, mm -hmm. 30, $50 an hour. Uh, and yeah. so, and it's an it's honest work. You can actually own your own plumbing business. And I'm not saying you know raise your kid to be a plumber, although there's no shade, nothing wrong with that. But no. be thinking about what are some of these positions, these careers, these jobs that are going to be going away. What are some skill sets that your children have that you might be able to teach them so that they can dominate in those areas? Maybe it's technology. I mean, I'm just giving you some ideas. Again, I wish I knew what they were, but there's you can Google it. Jobs that are going away in the next 20 years or careers of the future and start presenting these to your children so that they don't fall into the cracks because a lot of stuff is going to be taken away by robotics very mm -hmm. soon. And so you want to be getting ahead of, of what's happening. There are trends. And unfortunately we as black people, we don't look at the trends. We don't pay attention to the trends, but other communities do. There's this thing called the Nielsen's report. If you've never seen it, please, Look at it. The yeah. Nielsen Report looks at the trends. How do we, and I'm talking about us, how do Black people move? What do we buy? Where do we shop? What are we interested in? What magazines do we read? What food are we are we um, eating? What phones do we have? How often do we repurchase our phones? And they create products for um, who we are, what we do, how we operate, so that when the curve happens, when the trend happens, they are there ready for us. They have a product for us, they have merchandise for us because they are already watching our habits so that when we get to this particular place and moment in time, they're ready for us. So we need to also be paying attention to those trends so that we can be the people that are creating these products, goods and services, buying these buildings, buying this real estate, whatever the case might be, so that when these trends happen, we're the ones standing there with the bag. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, and, and I, I did. I love what you just said, Lene. And, and I as you were talking, I was feeding off of what you said and inspired by it. And what I did was um, I decided to do a little Google search to kind of give people a visual representation of what Nielsen does and um, and how there are people that make money literally studying you like lab rats. Like they, they study you like you are a lab rat in a cage. Uh, let me see if I can uh, grab uh, the Chrome tab where I just pulled this up. I'm, I'm still learning how to do this right. Uh, here we go. Here is uh, a piece of their report on the African-American community. Can you still hear me, Lene? Yep, I can hear you and see the screen. Okay, so this is this is uh, Representation Matters, Diverse Intelligence Series. How uh, Let's see, hours spent social networking in an average day. Uh, they have a 2020 African-American report. Now, they sell these to corporations now. This is what they sell. This, this is uh, when Ebony Magazine created that video, How to Sell to the Negro. Well, now they've just gotten more sophisticated with it. 
Look, uh, 2019, it's in the bag. Black consumers path to purchase. Download report uh, from consumers to creators. The online lives of black consumers. Download report about African-Americans. Black buying power in the U.S. was 1.4 trillion in 2019. So update your numbers. We've been saying 1.3. You added another 100 billion in money that was spent mostly in other communities. Slated to grow to 1.8 trillion in 2024. They are talking about you. These reports were not made for black people. These they're talking about you, but not talking to you. Population growth. They've got data on that. Uh, media savvy. Uh, the number one ethnic group in watching live TV, playing game consoles, smartphone media consumption, and streaming audio. Uh, what else? Content creators. The percentage of African American content on TV and movies has doubled. From 1.8% in 2016 to 4.3% in 2020. Sustainable interest. Let's see, what do we like? What do we like? Um, uh, reusable packaging, environmentally friendly, really? Uh, oh, they, I don't, that, that person. Personal wellness, farmer, pasture raised, plant based. Okay, all right, let's keep going. Uh, here's some more insights. So, literally, I mean, they study black people in extreme detail, extreme detail. And then they got, I don't even know who these people are. Um, they're, okay, they're, I guess, uh, oh, uh, Cheryl is a, Senior Vice President, African-American thought leader. Uh, Mariko is uh, Vice President, Asian-American thought leader. Okay, and then, okay. So so basically the, the, the point in this is to say that they're really studying you. And this is not tiny business. Um, this company, Nielsen, just got bought. Did you know that, Lene? No. Nielsen just got sold. If I'm, I read about them this morning. I read the financial news every morning. And I saw I ha- it's funny you brought up Nielsen because I happened to read that Nielsen was just purchased, and the market value of Nielsen is seventeen billion dollars. Shut up. They are a seventeen billion with a bu- 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 billion dollar company, and uh, and so this research is incredibly valuable. Uh, and so there are people that are studying how to get you to buy things. They they study the black consumer. And uh, and everybody who says black people are too broke to do anything, they're out of their mind. Because if you were so broke, then why would they be studying how to get your money? Nobody tries to get money from a broke person. You don't walk up to a homeless person and say, hey, can I sell you a product? You, you go to the person that looks like they got a little money in their pocket. That's who you sell to. Right. So they're selling to you because no matter what language you're speaking, one point four trillion dollars is always a lot of money. Um, now, uh, Urban Finance asked for the link to the website. Um, you know what, man? I think I might have lost the link. I think I might have actually put it away. I did a Google search on it. So um, anyway, uh, so I apologize. I actually don't even have the link, but I'll try to find it and maybe email it out to you guys or something like that or do another video about it. Uh, so, OK, Lene, um, if you want to give the parting words, I will present uh, the winner of the competition. Uh, did you have anything to say before we head out? I just want to say thank you guys again so much for tuning in. Like, I super enjoy doing this. I love Black business. Like, I love Black people. I love Black business. I truly believe that our economic empowerment is going to come through entrepreneurship. It's going to come through um, owning something that belongs to you, owning your own business. Whether you have a corporate job and a side hustle or you have your own business and that's what you do full time, you, you should definitely have something that no one can take away from you, something that you can control, something that you can pass on to the next generation so that your your next generation isn't starting over from scratch. So thank you for tuning in. Make sure you submit your pitches. Let me say this. I hope that you feel that we were fair. I don't think that anything was, you know, super crazy or mean or rude. The reason we do this is to help. And so if you're not sure, if you want a second opinion, if you just want us to hear, that's what this is for. It's not to berate anybody's business. It's not to make anybody's business look bad or to make anybody feel bad about their business. It's really help. 
And we, we come at this from a spirit of love. We want your business to do good. We want your business to be successful. And so um, that's all I would like to say. I'm Lene Javet. I'm the CEO and founder of Upscale Noir, which Upscale, you know what that means, Noir is Black. So my business is literally named Upscale Black, okay? Like that's literally what I, I live for. You can follow me on all social media. It's at my name, which is Lene Javet, or my handle is I am Lene Javet. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I was just about to ask you to make sure you tell them how they can find you because I know people want to find you. And so uh, if you're ready to see who won the competition, I I, I would like a drum roll, please. Uh, y'all give me a drum roll in the chat. I don't know how you can do that digitally, but we can try. All right, so drum roll, please. Let's see who won. I think y'all probably know who won, but uh, but let's let's pretend like it's a mystery. Let's see here. All right, so dun, dun. the winner is Ziggy and Tootie Cakes. 63%. Uh, Educator Life came in strong at 27.3%. And Correlation Music, uh, I think I misspelled Correlation. I'm sorry, brother. Uh, I I liked your pitch a lot. Uh, you got third, but you uh, but people know who you are. And, uh, and so everybody, uh, congratulations on doing a great job tonight. If everybody could give a digital round of applause for all the Black business owners who have the courage to step out here and do their thing. Um, the URL, if you want to get on the, if you want to receive the email when we do our next shout out for pitches, we're going to do a shout out this week. So go uh, sign up, get on the list uh, for free stuff on the Black Business School at allblackeconomics.com. If you go there, you'll be on the list and that way we can reach out to you. And also when you see stuff that we're doing these things on, subscribe, subscribe to things so that we can notify you and let you know we want to be able to get in touch with you. Um, also, you can text the word voice to 31996. I send out a text message. When we get started, we're constantly trying to connect with you. So just make sure that you're connecting back so that we can reach out to you and let you know when we're going to do this. If you are a person who maybe doesn't want to start a business, but you love and support black business, here's how you can help. I really would like for you to help. Uh, do a wealth mob on these businesses, not a cash mob, a wealth mob. A wealth mob can be a cash mob, but not every cash mob is a wealth mob. Wealth isn't just cash. If you want to support the business and go buy a tutti cake or go buy the brother's apparel or go get the tutoring service, that's fine. But you also can uh, support them with um, feedback, right? Maybe product ideas, right? If you give them a, a product they can sell that they didn't think about, that would generate more revenue for them. Uh, or maybe you can just at least, at least take the link to this video, share it on your social media. And then that way you're part of the distribution channel. You see, the making money in business comes down to production, distribution, and monetization, production, distribution, and monetization. Distribution is basically getting the word out, getting your product into the faces, into, into the hands of the people that might buy it. So you're part of the distribution network for Black-owned businesses. You know, we ain't got white people money. We're not, we're, we, we, we ain't got 20 trillion. We have 1.4 trillion, but let's use that and let's, uh, let's really help each other out. So do a wealth mob on the business that you like. The URLs are all in the description in the chat. And we're gonna do this every Monday night at eight o'clock on FinancialJuneteenthTV.com. That's FinancialJuneteenthTV.com. So make sure you subscribe. All right. So thank you very much, Lene. I appreciate uh, the opportunity to hang out with you again. Yes, me too. I love this. I can't wait to see you back here next Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Woo! All right. Well, take care, everybody. Have a good night. And uh, we will see you soon. Be good. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.